Welcome to Morning Soap. At Fusion Church, our desire is that every believer would not just attend church, but also hear from God daily through His Word. As we read the Bible, we begin to see how God responds to things. Doing daily devotions repatterns the way we think, transforms the spirit of our mind, and helps us become more like Jesus. Join us here, Monday through Friday, as various pastors and leaders at Fusion Church share devotion and teaching through that day's soap scripture. Download the current soap reading plan at fusionchurch.cc soap. This morning we are in Leviticus 2. Let's begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this is the day that you have made, Father, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Lord, I thank you, Father God, first of all, for waking us up this morning, that we can come together, Father. And I thank you for all my brothers and sisters. I pray that you would just meet them where they're at. Speak to us through your word, Father God. Touch us, Father God, for this I ask in Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. And my lovely Sandra is going to be reading the word this morning. Good morning. I am reading out of the NIV version, and we're in Leviticus chapter 2, starting with verse 1. It says, when someone brings a grain offering to the Lord, his offering is to be a fine flour. He is to pour oil on it, put incense on it, and take it to Aaron's sons, the priests. The priest shall take a handful of fine flour and oil together with all the incense, and burn this as a memorial portion on the altar, an offering made by fire, an aroma pleasing to the Lord. The rest of the grain offering belongs to Aaron and his sons. It is a, it is a most holy part of the offerings made to the Lord by fire. If you bring a grain offering baked in an oven, it is to consist of fine flour, Cakes made without yeast and mixed with oil, or wafers made without yeast and spread with oil. If your grain offering is prepared on a griddle, it is to be made of fine flour mixed with oil and without yeast. Crumble it and pour oil on it. It is a grain offering. If your grain offering is cooked in a pan, it is to be made of fine flour and oil. Bring the grain offering made of these things to the Lord, present it to the priest who shall take it to the altar. He shall take out the memorial portion from the grain offering and burn it on the altar as an offering made by fire, an aroma pleasing to the Lord. The rest of the grain offering belongs to Aaron and his sons. It is a most holy part of the offerings made to the Lord by fire. Every grain offering you bring to the Lord must be made without yeast, for you are not to burn any yeast or honey in an offering made to the Lord by fire. You may bring them to the Lord as an offering of the first fruits, but they are not to be offered on the altar as a pleasing aroma. Season all your grain offerings with salt. Do not leave the salt of the covenant of your God out of your grain offering. Add salt to all your offerings. If you bring a grain offering of first fruits to the Lord, offer crushed heads of new grain roasted in the fire. Put oil and incense on it. It is a grain offering. The priest shall burn the memorial portion of the cr crushed grain and oil together with the incense as an offering made to the Lord by fire. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Now, what did we just read? It talks about the grain offering. And for and as I read this chapter, I, I, I think about my lovely Sandra. She's always, she's always cooking up something in the kitchen. She's always putting something out there, you know, and she makes things all kinds of different ways and everything else. And it's just amazing how some of the stuff that she makes comes out, you know. Uh, and of course, you know, I'm, I have the privilege of tasting some of those, those nice little items that she makes. But look what it says here. It goes into an offering, you know what I mean? Right there. And it says, you know, verse one, and anyone who offers a grain offering to the Lord, his offering shall be a fine flower and it shall be poured out in it and put fragrances in it. You know, pretty much this is this was the uh, grain offering was a way of acknowledging God, you know, for the resources that he has provided. It was a way of acknowledging who he is. And also, and the word also gets into that this particular offering can be uh, given in different ways. You can give it in the raw way. You can give it in the in the cooked. Uh, you can grind the, the flour down to, to it could be fine. You can bake it. So individuals had a choice which way they were going to bring this offering offering to the Lord. And that's found in Exodus twenty nine, uh, verse two. And, and right here in, in verse 2 of Leviticus, he says, And he shall bring it to Aaron's sons, the priests, of whom shall take from it a handful of the fine flour and oil and all their fragrances. And the priest shall burn it as a memorial on the altar, an offering by fire, a sweet aroma. You know, it says, you know, this particular offering, you know, when, as it is burnt, you know, smoke at the rises up. And it should bring a sweet aroma, a sweet aroma to the Lord, you know. And today, you know, we bring that particular sweet aroma, you know, when we offer our worship to God, when we come before him and, and we acknowledge who he is and we praise him, you know. And we also want to be a sweet aroma to the Lord. We want the Lord to take our praises and our worship as they go up, that he you know, we'll be pleased with it. You know, our worship should not come from a sense of duty or obligation. Our worship should not come from a sense of duty or obligation. You don't do it because you're being told. You do it with a willing heart because you want to worship the Lord. You want to acknowledge who he is. You want to acknowledge what he has done done for you. You want to be thankful for, what, for all that the Lord has provided for you. Because why? Because you love him. And that's our worship. The grain offering right here is our worship today, you know, and we should do it with the right heart. We should do it with the right heart. It says, he says in verse three, the rest of the grain offering shall be Aaron's and his son. It is the most holy of the offerings to the Lord. So he puts emphasis that it is the most holy. So you understand your worship is important. Your worship to God is important, you know, and, and, and it says that we present it to them, you know, uh, to uh, Aaron and his sons. And then we go into Leviticus uh, 10, 12, it, it breaks it down even more. It says, and Moses spoke to Aaron and his sons you know, that were there. And he said, take up the grain offering that remains of the offering made by fire to the Lord and eat it without living 
besides uh, at the, besides the altar, for it is the most high. So in other words, this offering that we bring of worship, it is also a way for the priest to be fed. It was also a, a way for me, us to meet their needs. So they had the right to, as priests of God, to take some of that for themselves. So we're bringing it to the Lord. You know, we, we want to pray. We want to please God. We, we want to fulfill our, our commitment to the Lord because we are grateful to him, but also we are meeting the need. We are meeting the need of the priests. You know, so that's why as we come to the Lord, as we enter his presence, as we come into the house of worship, you know, that we come with a heart that is right in a heart that is ready to please God. And that goes a long ways. You know, when, when we worship God, you know, we're just acknowledging him. You know, it goes in verses four to eight. It speaks pretty much about the different ways that you can take the grain, a different ways of preparation, because God gave them a choice. If you like cooking, then you cook. If you don't want to cook, then you don't cook. You do it. You do it the raw way. If you want to use it in a pan, you do it in a pan. And you, you know, you know. So it was different methods for the individual that was presenting it to him. So he he kind of made it easy, and it's just like us today. We don't have to worry about going to a priest. We don't have to worry about having to go into a building, but we can come easily before the presence of God at any given moment, at any day, any hour, and just worship him. It's so good that we can do that today, that we can just come before him and just worship and praise him. And and look what it says in verse 9. And the priest shall take from it a grain offering as a memorial portion and burn it in the altar, for it is an offering made by fire, a sweet aroma. Again, talking about that sweet aroma that, you know, our praise should be a sweet aroma. Our worship should be a sweet aroma to the Lord. And in verse 10, it says, and what is left of the grain offering shall be Aaron's and his son. It is the most holy of the offerings. Again, the most holy, you know, so right here in, in Leviticus, you know, uh, actually, Leviticus, two times right here in this particular chapter, it says the most holy, you know, and those are key words because God is making an emphasis that the worship is important, that the worship is important. And it also, like I said earlier, in Leviticus 10, it says that it is the most holy. So that's, you know, so I look at that and I'm, I'm a kind of worship kind of guy. I like to worship. I like to raise my hands. I cannot stand still when, we, when we're doing worship. I'm not a robot. I cannot just sit there and not do anything. I'm like Doug sometimes. I, I'm just, you know, lifting up my hands and I'm doing, I don't know. Sometimes I, I think that if I re- probably record myself when I'm in, in church and at different points, you're going to see my body just swaving or going back and forth. It's because, you know, it's just that my way of, of just worshiping God, my way of just lifting up my voice, my hands towards him. Because I want that my worship could be a sweet aroma, you know, because of what he has done, you know, in my life, of what he is doing and what he's going to do. So we can worship him in advance for tomorrow. We can worship him in advance already for answer prayer. We can worship him in advance because we can see his hand upon our lives and the lives of, of our children. And that's why, you know, when it says here, the most holy that is very important. It says here also, you know, and as we read earlier 
in the book of Exodus, was talking to the priest that they had to wash before they went into the most holies of holies, that they have to be cleansed. You know, the priests themselves, they have to do a, a check upon themselves. They cannot be touching an offering if they're not clean. They cannot be, so they have to wash themselves before they did their duties. They're supposed to cleanse themselves. And, and, that, 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 and that just reminds me of, I have to check myself. When I come before God, I have to check myself. I cannot just come to God any way I want to. If I mess up, I got to make sure that I come before the Lord and I repent. If I messed up, if I missed it, and who doesn't miss it? Come on now. If we're going to be human, we miss it. You know, we, we, we make mistakes sometimes. So they had to wash themselves before they took the, the grain offering. They had to wash themselves before they went before the Lord and to the altar to burn the, the, the offering. So, and just like they do, we have to do the same thing. You know, we have to watch ourselves. We have to you know, examine ourselves, you know. And like a David said in Psalms, you know, Lord, search my heart. If there's anything, something wrong within me, reveal it to me and show me. So we have to do that, you know. And, and, as, we, and as we do that, that is also worship. That is also acknowledging that we need the Lord, that we need his strength. We need his guidance. We need his, his direction. You know, so I just thank God that we can do that, that we can come to him and not before men, because you know what? Man will make you do things you don't want to do, you know, or man will make you do things that they perceive that that's what you have to do. But when you go before God, God stands there with his arms wide open and says, come on, come to me. All those who are tired and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. God's hands are always extended to us. And that's reason enough for us to praise him. That's reason enough for us to worship him, you know, and acknowledge that, acknowledge who he is. Because, you know, if we're always meditating on the Lord, always thinking about him, always being grateful, when situations arise in your life, you can have peace because you know that God is in control. You can have joy because you know that he is there with you. Because the word of God clearly states that no weapon formed against you will prosper. So that means anything that comes your way ain't going to work. You know, it's not going to win. Why? Because the word of God says so. Because it says no weapon formed against you will prosper. You know, just like grain offering was a way of acknowledging God as our, their source and their provision today. You know, when we come before, before him, we offer our praise because we are grateful. You know, he is our source. You know, he wakes us up in the morning. Come on now. Who wants to get up at six o'clock in the morning? Who wants to get up at five o'clock in the morning? I don't think none of us. I think we all want to roll over and grab that pillow and get a couple of more Z's. Come on now. You know, but we get up in the morning, you know, and this morning alone, just the fact, you know, that we have uh, with us here, 33 people and first thing in the morning, you know, we got to be grateful. Thank you, Lord, for waking me up because there are those that didn't wake up today. You know, there are those that didn't wake up. You know, he provides the breath, our every breath he's providing. It. You're breathing on your own. Come on now. You're breathing on your own. You're not in the hospital, but you don't have a respirator. You know, you're breathing on your own. You're seeing, you're hearing. And this morning, if you like, like my, my son, you already had your butelo. You already had that sweet, you had taste. You know what I mean? You were able to drink that cup of coffee or that cup of tea. And, you know, on your own, you're blessed. Come on now. 
You know, he gives strength for us to go forward, strength for us to do our job. You know, he directs our steps. So God is faithful and God is merciful and God is there. He meets all of our needs. And that's just reason enough for us to worship him. Reason enough for us to be grateful. You know, it says in Philippians 4, 19, and my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. God shall supply. It says God is supplying. So we should be already saying, Lord, I thank you. I thank you, Father, for my provisions. I thank you, Father God, that you're meeting my needs. And come on now. You got to call it out there. You cannot be saying, you know, I don't see it, so I'm not going to believe it. You got to be calling it out like Hebrews 11 says, believing those things that are not there, like if they're already there, you know, believing and trusting God. You know, I'm sure that yesterday, man, those individuals that received that gift, I'm sure they were, they, that, was the, that was the least thing that they probably might have been thinking that at that moment. You know, but I'm sure it was something that they have been praying about. I know there was something that they have been waiting on God about, you know, and 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 I was talking and I was talking, look how beautiful God is. I was talking to an individual uh, in, uh, in, in, in Cumberland County uh, last night and he was and the individual that received the gift, you know, and and I, and I spoke to somebody before him. And she confirmed everything already. And she said, he, he was just talking to her about how am I going to meet my kid's need? You know, you know, he's a single dad for 10 years, single dad for 10 years, you know, and he's struggling and he's struggling, you know, and he was, and he was talking to this individual saying, I don't know how I'm going to meet my kid's needs. And then all of a sudden he shows up and he's there, you know, and he receives this gift. You know what I mean? So isn't that enough? For us to praise him, isn't that enough for us to know that God is on the move? And he would. I was talking to him last night, and he said, "You know, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm, you know, so you know, so good. You know, he couldn't. He didn't even have the words of what to say. You know, I've been, I've been. You know, they invited me to the church, and I've been coming a couple of times. And he, now God blesses me like this. You know, you know. So you know, so God is on the move, my brothers and sisters. You never know, and that's why we gotta be grateful. That's why we got to be thankful. And that's why, because, you know, when we praising and when we worshiping God, you know, and we offering this, this uh, sacrifice to him, you know, he's going to bless you. He's going to see your faithfulness. He's going to see that you're thanking him even when you don't have. Come on. There was many times that I didn't have. And I'm, and I'm saying, Lord, I don't know where he's going to come from. I don't know how you're going to meet the need. But, Lord, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to hold on to you. You know, many times, you know, when somebody was sick, Lord, we need your help. We need your strength. We need your healing. Lord, help us through this crisis. Help us in this situation. And one way or another, he comes through. One way or another, he makes a way. You know, so God is faithful and God will supply all your needs. In Hebrews 13, 5 and 6, you know, it says, let your conduct be without confidence. And be content with such things you have. For he himself has said, God himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Oh, that right there. That right there. It's reaching it out. It's like, whoo, 
praise you, Jesus. Thank you. That's reason enough for you to do the dance, dance of joy, you know, because he says there that he would never leave us. He would never forsake us. We are never alone. Because why? Because he says there, he himself has said, not man said, God himself has said, I would never leave you and I would never forsake you. So that means that my God, no matter what happens, he's going to have my back. He's going to meet my need. And all I got to do right now, all I got to do is worship him and praise him and thank him in advance. So I'm thanking God. I'm thanking God that he's meeting all my needs. I'm thanking God what he's going to bring around tomorrow and the next day, even though that doesn't belong to me. But, you know, I'm going to be grateful to God and I'm going to praise him because he is faithful. And it says in verse six there of Hebrews 13, he said, so we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. You know, fear holds us back. Fear wants to stop the blessings of God. Fear wants to bring confusion and doubt, you know, and we cannot allow that. So I will say, you know, right here, it says, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. If God is for you, who can be against you? Another reason enough for me to praise him. Another reason enough for me to worship him. Another reason enough for me to proclaim his promises and what he has done. So you see, this is the reason why I move all the time when I'm in church and I'm the music is going on and I'm in the lobby and I'm acting like Doug, you know, and I'm moving back and forth, you know, and, and the, sometimes the ladies, the ladies talk about, you know, I see you moving over there. And I say, well, I mean, I don't think I'm moving, but you know why? Because um, I just get into it, you know, and, and I'm, not, I'm not a good dancer. I don't dance anyway, but I worship God. And I praise God because this particular grain offering was, was them acknowledging the provisions of God. And God has met our needs this morning. Like I said earlier, just the fact that we have 33 on this morning and we are breathing is reason enough for us to rejoice, reason enough for us to worship him and exalt his holy name because he is faithful to meet our needs. He is faithful. And the words and the, and the verses that I read here this morning, you know, you know, we can go right to him. You know, and, and if you read, continue to read Leviticus, you're going to see all different kinds of offerings. I say, oh my God, look at all these different offerings, all these different sacrifices. Man, they have to jump all kinds of hurdles. You know, they make them, you know, they offend somebody, there's an offering for it. You know, they, they do something wrong, there's an offering for them. You know, they come, and I, come, I said, oh, my goodness sakes, all that stuff. And today, all we have to do is say, Lord, I'm, forgive me. Lord, help me. Lord, strengthen me. Lord, I need you. And we're right there. What well, took them work to do? Because there was an effort for them to go get the grain. It was an effort for them to grind the grain down, to make it a fine flour. It was an effort for them to cook it and prepare it all different kinds of ways. So they actually were working, you know, for working for this offering. And you and I this morning, all we have to say is say, Lord, I surrender. Lord, I need you. You know, and then after that, you'll start praising him. And I thank you for, and I thank you for meeting my needs. And I think, and you may not see it, but come on now. You may not see it right away, but you got to be grateful and you got to thank him and you got to acknowledge him. And then this way, when it comes, now you have a reason to praise even more because he answered your prayer. Just like those individuals yesterday, how they, 
they, the Lord answered their prayer what they least expected. They least again, my sister's right there in, in EHT and how God moved upon them. And I was, and I saw every action. I was like, wow, game, you know what? Cumberland County, I mean, there were a lot of tears in Cumberland County yesterday, you know, a lot of tears because I said, oh my God. And guess what? My wife was next to me, and all I hear is, <laughs> you know, she was like, she was so, you know, she was just, you know, so, just like, wow, look at God. She was so excited, you know, and for them, you know. So God is on the move, my brothers and my sisters, and we have to focus on him. He's our provider. He meets our needs according to his riches in glory. You know, he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. So with that, my brothers and sisters, this week that is coming, let us be grateful for what he has done. Let us be grateful for what he is doing. Let us be grateful, even though you may not see it, you may not feel it, but you know, it's not about feeling and it is not about seeing. It is all about faith by trusting in him and say, Lord, you work it out. You are in control and I'm going to worship you. I bring you my grain offering. I bring you my worship. I bring you my praise, Father, that you can receive it as a sweet aroma, as a sweet aroma. I remember, you know, when I read this and it talks about the sweet aroma, I remember years and years ago when I, when I, I took some men camping and we went to a mountain, you know, and, and we were there and we, and we set up a campfire and we were all around the campfire and we were just sharing how good God was. And that smoke was constantly going up. And we were just praising him. Even back then, I thought about that smoke. It's like a sweet aroma to the Lord that because we're thinking about him, we're acknowledging him and we're praising him. And just as it goes up, the Lord receives it and he breathes it in as a sweet aroma from his children. Our praises does the same thing. Our worship does the same thing. And that's why Doug moves so much because he knows and he gets excited that he knows that Father, our Father God, he's receiving that praise. He's receiving that worship, you know? So we can't stop. We got to keep going forward. We can't stop. And even though we get older, we can't stop. We got to praise him and we got to get excited. That's why I get excited. That's why I go a little bit crazy sometimes, just like Doug. You know, he has ESG. Guess what? I got Cumberland County. So I'm right there with him, you know, and, you know, so God is on the move. You know, God wants to meet your needs. Seek him with all your heart. Trust in him when everything tells you to turn your back. Trust in him when the doors are closed, because guess what? If one door closes, he will open up a door, another door for you. You know, he will open up a door that you don't even know about. He will surprise you. He will shock you like those individuals yesterday, how they were shocked at the blessing of God upon them. So my brothers and sisters, again, keep your focus, keep your focus. The best is yet to come. I can't wait to see what's going to happen. Why? Because I'm expecting. I'm expecting God to blow up, to blow up in this season. I'm expecting breakthroughs to come because, you know, enough is enough. You know, and as long as we continue to hold on and believe in the word of God and trusting God and proclaiming his word, you know, and keeping our focus, keeping our focus only on him, you know what? Victory is yours. Victory is already yours because that's my word this morning. 
the victory is already yours. So receive it this morning. Be grateful. Say, Lord, I thank you. But I don't see it. No, I thank you, Father, because my victory is coming. My victory is coming. My healing is coming. I thank you, Father, because I am wonderfully made. I thank you, Father, you know, because you know me, you know, because God knows you. God knows all of us better than we know ourselves. Word of God says that even the hair upon your head is counted. And you think about that, even every single hair. I mean, I got some less hair than some of you guys, but guess what? Every hair upon, look at that. That's right, Doug. He got more hair than me, you know? Uh, so every hair is counted. Every time, that tells me that every time you lose a strand of hair, he already says one less. It's one less one less hair for Christy, one less hair for Nicole, you know, one less hair for June. And I'm picking on you guys because you guys got some more, more hair than me, you know. But then, but that, that's how, and if God has a, 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 so much attention to detail about a hair, how much more for your soul? How much more for your soul? Come on now. How much more? Because he loves you. And I'm here to tell you that he loves you. Come on. He loves you and he's there with you and he will never leave you. And he will never forsake you. And he has you by the hand. And the best is yet to come. Amen. Amen, my brothers. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for your goodness. I just thank you for your word. And I pray that you would just touch every one of my brothers and sisters, Father, that you would just meet them where they're at. I pray that you will help them as they go out, as they do, if they're working, Father God, if they're taking care of a house, if they're going to school, Father, that you would just meet them where they're at. I thank you for being their provider, for being their provision, being their source, Father God, because you are the source that we have, that we need. You are the source, Father God, that we can come to, Father, and you receive us and you answer our prayers, Father God. I thank you in advance for what you're doing, what you have done, and what you're going to continue to do. And I give you all the praise. I give you all the glory. And I give you all the honor because you deserve it all and more. Thank you for this day. Bless this week, Father God. Bless whatever they're going to be doing, Father. Keep them and guide them, Father. For this I ask in Jesus' name. Amen and amen, amen. You guys, you have a blessed weekend. Be grateful unto the Lord and the best is yet to come. Amen and amen.